What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing super amazing and or welcome. If you're new, welcome to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing. Um, Got two quick things for you today. First and foremost, what's up? I, th- I hope you're doing super well. I, d- I didn't even say hello. I hope you're doing well. Um, So two quick things for you today. Um, One is if you don't follow me on other social media channels, and you probably haven't seen this, but if you do, you may, may already have, but I have something I'm pretty, pretty excited about and I've been working on for a couple weeks now, and that is I have a 90-day holiday fitness challenge coming up. And I say fitness challenge because this is not going to be a lose weight as quickly as possible. Like this is not going to be like, oh, you can't enjoy Thanksgiving, you can't enjoy Halloween, you can't enjoy the holidays. I want it to be a thing where you still keep your health and your fitness a priority throughout this holiday season. Because one of the things I see, I've been coaching people for almost four years now, and one constant theme I see is about every October, people are like, well, the holidays are coming and Thanksgiving's coming and the kids are off school and this and that and this. And it's very, you know, you're going to the pumpkin patch, you're doing all these different things. It's very easy to kind of let your fitness go in the back burner, not put as much emphasis towards it. And then when January 1st comes around, that's when you've gained 15 pounds over three months. And now you have to restart on January 1st. My thing was, I don't think it has to be like that. Like, yeah, maybe you don't go as aggressive on your diet or you don't go as, you know, you don't work out six days a week in the gym. That's one thing, but like, you don't have to do nothing completely altogether. So this challenge is going to be based around if you are interested in having a structured program, having something to keep you accountable, to give you some guidance. I'm going to be here to keep you accountable. Also, the entire group is going to be here to keep you accountable during these times, some motivation. Um, obviously, again, people are going through the same thing you are going to be going through. So I'm really, really excited for this uh, for this challenge in particular because, again, what I've seen just coaching people is that most people let themselves kind of go by the wayside. And I don't think it has to be like that because this is not an all or nothing game. This is, hey, listen, like, still keep your health a priority and like do the best you can consistency over perfection. So, um, yeah, again, so, you know, I'm going to give you exactly how, you know, exact, exact workouts to do exactly, you know, how many calories I'm going to give you choices. If you don't want to count calories, I'm going to give you, um, you know, a support accountability, um, all around based around, yes, you're, you're definitely going to lose some body fat. You're, you're going to feel good. But again, this is more around just, Hey, listen, like let's keep our health a priority during this time. So I'm pretty excited for that. That's very cool. So that was my first thing. First and foremost, um, literally no joke. <laughs> Like I had like a survey and like there was literally thousands of people that filled that survey out. So this is a little bit overwhelming, but I'm incredibly happy to hear that. And uh, yeah, just super stoked. I'm very, very excited for it. That officially starts. Um, so it's available for purchase October 2nd. So, you know, it, it will be available for purchase October 2nd. That's on a Friday because normally normally what I do, I say normally, I've only done this one time. But last time I did a challenge, I made it available on Friday. You can buy it on Friday, review it over the weekend, ask me questions. And then Monday we are ready to go October 5th in this instance. So we're ready to go. So super excited for that. If you have any, if you want more questions on that, um, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM. Um, I'll, I'll put my, I'll put my email here in the show notes below. If you want to shoot me an email on it and, uh, you know, just say 90 day challenge information one or, or something like that. And I uh, can definitely kind of get you hooked up there. So that's the first thing. Second thing is TikTok, man. I, I don't, I, I'm, I really try to answer every single comment, but recently for whatever reason, man, is the comment section negative as fuck. And I'm really just not vibing with it. I, I actually kind of had to like take a step back a bit and kind of look at what, I mean, look at if, if I even wanted to make videos anymore and stuff. Cause like, it's just, it's, it's stupid. Like people try to call people out on like all this random bullshit. It's like, dude, 
just stop. Like, it's not that serious. There's no reason to try to continuously bring other people down. So, uh, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. I don't, you know, I, I live here by myself. So I'm just kind of getting shit off my chest. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely still going to make videos and all that kind of stuff. But I, I hope I can kind of maintain a, uh, I want to keep answering comments, but goddamn, like going through them sometimes, it's like, fuck, like negative, 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 negative. I'm like, I, that does not vibe well with me at all whatsoever. So uh, if I don't reply to one of your comments, that may be why. So <laughs> just shoot me an email or something. Um, so now that I'm almost five minutes in, I apologize. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a link if somebody wants to just jump straight to the podcast for sure. But um, now getting into the podcast, this is actually going to be a very, very fun podcast for me because this is something that... I talk a lot about like weight loss. I talk a lot about dieting. I talk a lot about sustainability. Like I talk, all those things are great, but I feel like sometimes I, I kind of leave the sciency, the sciency kind of like a uh, coach, coach, uh, how I make programs like that kind of stuff. I leave that stuff behind cause I'm, I'm not talking about it that much. So for me, this is going to be fun. So the, the topic of this podcast is going to be the importance of periodization in your training and nutrition, in both, because they're 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 two separate things. So, and basically, what is what is periodization? Periodization is basically just having a plan, but then not only having a plan, but on top of that, breaking down that plan into specific periods of different intensities, different strategies, different goals. It, it's, it's you're basically having certain periods of time where you're focusing on certain things, and you're breaking those things up in different in different intensities and different quantities, right? So. For example, you can't, you know, train to failure every you can't train the heaviest you possibly can every single session in the gym. Okay, so how do you how do you train around that? How do you periodize a training program? Same thing for nutrition. You can't be in a thousand calorie deficit every single day for the rest of your life. So how do you periodize this? And there's there's so many reasons why there's so many reasons why you would want to periodize this, and we're gonna get into all those. And again, in regards to training and nutrition, but just basically the the fact that so many people go into this journey without actually seeing the long-term view in mind. And, and of course, yes, I'm a coach, so I, I kind of think about these things. But most people just go into it and say, okay, cool, I need to be into a calorie deficit. I need to make sure I'm losing body fat. I need to make sure I'm getting stronger. Cool, cool, cool. How? How are you doing these things? What is your plan to get there? What's your short-term plan? What's your long-term plan? What are you focusing on right now? What are you focusing on six weeks from now? How are you doing this? And that's why having a proper periodized plan, period, periodized plan is a great benefit to you because you're you're able to then see long term, right? So I kind of want to dive right in. So training and it's 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 funny because most I want to say most people most people don't look at either one. Just just a general popular you know just a general person who's just looking to get healthy. They don't know what the hell a periodization program is, and I don't blame them because they probably shouldn't have to. Um, but for those people who do, most people look at training as looking to periodize their, pro- their their training and their program, but a lot of people don't look at nutrition in terms of how to periodize that, so that's going to be fun talking about as well, but starting off with training, this again is basically you're having periods of time where you're training, where you're working out for different goals and different intensities, right? So again, you're this could be talking about in a, you can go as far as a daily periodization, a weekly periodization, a, a bi-weekly periodization, a a monthly periodization, a three-month periodization. You can go from again. The whole thing about periodization is you're having a plan and you're doing you're you're varying the intensities, you're varying the techniques, you're varying the strategies, varying the goals. So you can go as little as a daily periodization or a yearly periodization, and we'll kind of talk about like the the different forms of such right now. So again, like if we're starting with daily, 
a, a daily periodization training program is, so say for example, you start off the day with a heavy compound movement, right? You start the day with bench press, deadlifts, heavy overhead press. You're doing, you know, three to six reps. That would be your strength training based movement. You're, you're trying to get stronger. You're trying to add more weight, more reps, whatever it is. You're looking to gain strength. And then you would, you would kind of dive into more of like a hypertrophy based, based kind of like training, you know, sets and reps and hypertrophy is just muscle building. So you go from a pure strength training movement to then slowly kind of go into a, a more still strength training, but more hypertrophy based movement where your reps are maybe, you know, six to 10, six to 12. That right there is two different intensities because you can't use the same weight you would for three reps on as you would for 12 reps. So those are two different intensities you're varying to begin with. And then from there, as you finish the session, you may go into more things like a 12 to 15 or a 12 to 20 rep range. And again, this is more for the lighter load and having more reps, which is, again, you're varying the intensity. So when you start off the day, you have your heavy strength training movement. If you're doing three reps of a bench press, you're probably moving some heavy weight. And then you move into maybe say, you know, Arnold in, in Arnold overhead press. Cool, you're doing 10 reps there. Still relatively heavily we're he, still relatively heavy weight, but again, you're varying the loads from a 3 rep max to, you know, uh, a 10 not, now you're doing 10 reps. And then again, you go to a 12 or a 20 rep range where you lower the lower the weight, increase the reps, but it's a different kind of intensity. So, even just something in itself in one day, that is how you periodize periodize that day in terms of a program because you're looking to hit different things in that day and you could take it to a week span you know maybe maybe some days you focus more on strength and some days you focus more on hypertrophy some days you focus more on endurance there can be a, a, a periodized plan within the week and then from there you take it to the extent of okay cool what does my month look like okay cool so now you have let's just say you have your daily and your weekly down and now you're saying okay cool i'm going to go for you know i'm going to i'm going to push the intensity i'm going to push hard for 3 to 5 weeks straight you know i'm going to try to lift close to failure i'm going to push my reps i'm going to push the intensity and then after that fifth week you take a deload week back off the intensity back off the gas pedal a bit lessen the load, lessen the, the reps a bit to allow your body to recover to be able to then push for a higher intensity once again. Because again, the whole point of a periodized program is you cannot push the intensity. If we're talking about training, you can't push the intensity 24-7, 365. You are going to get burnt out. Your central nervous system is going to get burnt out. Your joints are going to hurt. You are not going to be able to do that. Even if, you're, you know, even if your joints don't hurt, et cetera, et cetera, your body will physically not be able to recover from 99% intensity every single session in the gym. This is not how this works. I'm going to say even if you're on steroids, but even if you are on steroids, you wouldn't be able to recover from that. So you need to have a plan because, again, like if you're pushing the intensity, which you know, you're, you're trying to lift close to failure, you're getting stronger, you're doing more reps, you're doing more weight, you do that for two, three, four, five weeks – that's about the time where you say, hey, listen, like I've been pushing, 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 pushing. I can tell my fatigue is starting to get up a bit. I can tell I'm a bit tired. I can tell my sleep is getting off. Maybe my lifts are not feeling as good. That's when you have to take that deload week after about the four to four to six week mark. Take that deload week, lessen the load, lessen the intensity. So again, you're you might be doing if you were doing 200 pounds on squat for eight reps, 
the deload week, you may do 150 pounds on squats for six reps. So you lessen the load, lessen the intensity, let your body physically recover. Because again, if you, if you don't let your body recover, you're not going to make change. Let your body recover during that week. And then you're able to then push the intensity again, where, you know, now you're doing 210 pounds, 220 pounds, so on and so forth. But that's what a, that's what a periodized plan looks like in kind of like the grand scheme of things, because well, not even the grand scheme, we can go grander and we will, but Essentially, you're you're varying at what times you are doing what. You're varying the intensities. You're varying the the how hard you're pushing. Because again, if you don't, you will not be able to recover. And not only will you not, so you won't be able to recover, which will diminish your workout performance, which will diminish your overall body change because you won't be able to lift as much. You won't be able to get stronger. You won't be able to build more muscle. So you won't change there. But also. Again, like I kind of, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but you're going to be more tired. You're going to have less energy. You're going to have worse sleep. You're going to have a worse mood. Like all these things are going to start to come about, all because you're not varying the intensities. You're not following a periodized, structured program. So these are why these things are important. So now that you kind of know know what that means, you again, you take it even a farther step from that. And, and like I said, so okay, let's say I said you, you you had the the one exercise in the beginning where you focus on strength. You had the one exercise where you focused more on hypertrophy and strength, and then you had one exercise or two exercises where you focus on more of the you know 12 to 20 rep range, the more muscle building slash endurance, okay? You have that in one session. Let's say now you look at it from a, tw- a six months or a 12 month span. You could say, okay, cool, I'm gonna vary my intensities over this 12 month span. For three months, I'm gonna focus on getting stronger. For three months, I'm gonna focus on more hypertrophy, more muscle growth. And then three months, I'm going to focus more on, again, strength training. Again, three months focusing on hypertrophy. You're you're looking at things in a broad scope now where it's like, oh, holy crap. Like my entire year of training is now planned out. I don't have to think about it anymore because I know exactly what I'm doing. And like that's one of the reasons I love being a coach is because like I can look at this. I can look at this from that point of view and say, hey, listen, like I got the next year of your training planned out. Obviously, things can happen, that kind of stuff. But like. The, the general idea is you have the idea of, okay, cool, this is my focus right now. This is my focus right now. And honestly, that's how you get the best training results. That's how you get the best change in your body because if you don't do that – your body's going to get used to only you know only doing 5 reps or only doing 20 reps. Like you need to have some variety within this program to allow for the best progress, right? So that's kind of the that's kind of the training and then so so I talked kind of about strength training where you know you you, you build up, you deload, all those kind of things. But also I want to kind of go into more like a more hypertrophy base, which is again muscle growth. So Mike Isretel, he's amazing, and, and uh, he has very, very good information. Renaissance periodization, great, great individual, great resources. Um, so hypertrophy-based training is a bit different from strength training because it's less about like continuously increasing load. It's more about how much you know, how much sets and reps you do over a course of a week. Yes, you have to get stronger. Yes, you have to increase load, but like it's more of the okay, cool. What's the maximum and minimum volume recovery you're able to do? So like basically, how many sets per week are you able to recover from? So for example, let's say that. So actually, I'm gonna very quickly. He. he Again, it's it's Mike Isertel on um, Renaissance Periodization. If you want to go look it up, I think it's like um, Volume Landmarkers. If you just Google Volume Landmarkers, uh, Dr. Mike Isertel, uh, Renaissance Periodization should come up. But so basically, you have you have maintenance volume, which is enough volume. Again, just sets in the in the term of of this conversation, just sets per week. So you have a maintenance volume, a minimum effective volume, and a maximum recoverable volume. So again, like. 
let's say your your maintenance volume is 12 sets per week per muscle group so again if, if you're you know if you're training your chest you do 12 sets per week and that is the that is the maintenance volume you would need to not build muscle but to maintain the muscle you have again if you're going into a hypertrophy based phase you want to build muscle so if you're looking to build muscle, you're gonna to have to go above that maintenance range, right? So let's say your maintenance is 12 sets. So on week one, you do 12 reps. On week two, you do 14, or I'm sorry, 12 sets, I'm sorry. You do 12 sets on week one. Week two, you do 14 sets. Week three, you do 16 sets. Week four, you do 18 sets. And week five, you do 20 sets. So throughout that five week span, you've gone from maintenance volume, which is 12 sets per muscle group per week to let's say your minimum effective volume was 14 sets per muscle group per week. So the minimum amount of sets you need to grow any kind of muscle was 14 sets per week. And again, you're starting to up the sets, which is upping the intensity, right? So again, you're, you're working through one week, you do 14, that's your minimum. The next week you do 18, I'm sorry, next week 16, next week 18, 18 next week 20. Let's say 20, 20 sets per week is the maximum recoverable volume you were able to do in your program without, you know, that that's the max. If you did more than that, you would not be able to recover from that. You don't train 20 sets per week every single week because you're not going to be able to recover from that over a span of time because again it's the max you can recover from you're pushing max intensity it's like it's like if you were if you were maxing out on your deadlift or maxing out on your squat you're doing the heaviest you possibly can that's like what 20 sets per week per muscle group would look like you're doing the maximum amount if you do that all the time you're not going to be able to get better because you're not going to be able to recover from that so again that's why you look at this in a periodized plan where okay one week you're doing 12 sets per week one week you're doing 14 one week you're doing doing 16 one week 18 one week 20 and then you deload and again you're you're deloading to bring down the intensity let your body recover to then be able to push the intensity once again so and and then so that's kind of the that's kind of the hypertrophy base as well and again i kind of, I kind of touched on the strength phases hypertrophy phases throughout the year etc cetera, etc cetera. so um kind of geeking out and nerding out about this a bit but i hope you enjoy it i hope you at least enjoy the energy i'm bringing um so that is kind of the training side of things um if you have questions there like obviously please feel free to, to reach out to me let me know i'd be happy to help you but um let's that's kind of the training now we're going to kind of segue into the nutrition periodization and i don't think a lot of people not a lot of people talk about this. The one guy that I see talk about this more than anything else is Cody McBroom. Um, he is he has an amazing podcast. If you don't listen to him, I think it's uh, I think it's just the the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. I think it's what it's called. Absolutely amazing resource. Dude's one of the best dudes out there. Um, so he talks about this a lot, and he kind of makes this uh, popular in his coaching program. But basically, nutrition periodization is is again, it's it's you're having a plan where you're doing different things at different points of time, you're, you're varying the intensity. So you know, for four weeks, you may be in a more aggressive fat loss phase, for four weeks, you may be in a more moderate fat loss phase, for four weeks, you may be in more of a maintenance phase, for four weeks, you're in a calorie surplus and a muscle building phase there. There's different times where you, you need to periodize what you're doing. And, and it's for it's for many reasons. First and foremost, we'll talk about health. And, and one of the main things about you know dieting and what you're doing with your calories and your body composition, it's for metabolic reasons. So if you've been, which is your metabolism, if you've been dieting for 10, 12, 16, 20, 40 weeks, your metabolism is taking a hit. It's just the way it's not, it's just the way it is. It's not even necessarily a quote unquote bad thing. It can be a bad thing because either way, when you go into a calorie deficit, you are going to 
slow down your metabolism. It, it, that's not bad. It just it, it it happens. It has to happen. That's the only way you're gonna you're gonna lose weight. But if you do that for forty weeks straight. Okay, well, now you're starting to really dramatically slow down your metabolism. And this is how some people, especially women, like lose their period or lose their sex drive or lose their energy, lose their mood, awful sleep. Again, all these things start to pop up. All these negative things start to pop up, like what I just mentioned, because you're not periodizing your program, because you're not looking at things in a long-term perspective. Those people who have that happen to them are so focused on, in the same way that when, when I talked about training, you know, you're trying to lift your one rep max every single time. That same concept applies to nutrition when you're trying to be in a calorie deficit, an aggressive, aggressive calorie deficit 24-7, 365. Bad things, you're not going to be able to recover from that. Bad things are going to happen because that's not the way this game works. You have to have places where, yes, you can push your fat loss. You can go into a more aggressive deficit. Cool. For a certain period of time, just like in training, I said, you know, three to five weeks of pushing yourself and then one week of a deload. You know, if you're doing four weeks of a of a aggressive fat loss phase, have one week of a diet break. If you're doing 12 weeks of an overall diet, even if it's more moderate, you can still have two weeks of maintenance or four weeks of maintenance. That's not a bad thing because, again, you're looking at this from a from a long-term perspective. So that's kind of the health reasons, especially it's it's for your metabolism and ensuring that you can keep a healthy metabolism as you're trying to lose body fat. You'd be smart about it. But also mental reasons. Like I actually just had a client today tell me, hey, listen, like last night I went out, I drank, I didn't track, like – and she was trying to apologize. She's one of the nicest human beings ever. And she's trying to apologize. Like, listen, like, it's fucking fine. Like, it's totally fine. It's not a big deal. Because she said she was like, you know, I was just kind of a bit burnt out from having to be so perfect with food and having to be so on point with food and tracking every calorie, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, totally understand. Like, that is 110% normal. So, and I think that's where... That's where most people, I think, go wrong because I think most people feel that. Deep down, they feel that. Yes, of course, you may want to reach your goals, lose fat, et cetera. But I think most people get to that point every now and then and they're like, well, no, I just got to push through. Or like, well, no, I, I, can't take, I, I can't take a maintenance period because I still have to lose fat. It's like, listen, periodize your program to make sure that you can have periods of maintenance where you go over calories, like you have more calories. You're not so focused on every single calorie. You're not so focused on being perfect. You're not so focused on tracking your food and weighing your food out on a food scale. Like that's okay. And and that's, and again, any good plan is going to have that come about. It is going to have periods of maintenance. You're not going to be in a calorie deficit for 60 weeks straight. Like it's just not smart. I don't think most people think about this because they, first of all, I think most people just go way too restrictive and like they, they do this cycle anyway, but in a bad way, they, they restrict and then binge and restrict and binge. So like, that's one thing. But also I think that, you know, if you're not at your goal yet, you can't take a break. Like it's fucking stupid. Yes, you can take a break. Yes, you can take a diet break. Yes, you can have periods of maintenance. For example, we have, we have the, this is, what's today? September 26th. We have holidays coming up, October, November, December. You know what? Like in the, again, in this 90 day holiday fitness challenge I'm doing the, the end of the end of November into December, like we're not going to be focusing that much on being perfect with your food or, or being in an aggressive calorie deficit. We're going to focus on, Hey, let's follow sustainable nutrition guidelines so we can still enjoy the holidays, enjoy certain foods, you know, go on Christmas things, go, you know, do your, do your Thanksgiving things, travel in-laws, et cetera, et cetera. But that's worked into the plan. It's not like, oh, well, like, just because you're not at your goal weight yet, you can't take a break. Like, 
It's fucking stupid. Anyone who tells you that is fucking stupid. Like you can take a quote unquote break and it's not even a break because it's in, it's in the program. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I think that's one thing where people don't include diet breaks or people don't include periods of maintenance. So when, so when they feel like they need one, they feel bad because it's not working to the plan. That doesn't have to be that way. And on top of that, what I've seen just personally from coaching people is if I t- tell somebody like, like, for example, coming up in this holiday challenge, if I tell somebody, hey, you know, for these next eight weeks, we're going to push like we're going to push your fat loss. We're, we're going to try to be consistent. Like our main goal is fat loss. But then you get four weeks of being a bit less, you know, a bit less strict. You have more food, different guidelines, more sustainable, da, da, da. What I've seen is people love that way more and they work way harder. It's like, all right, cool. Like eight weeks, going to dial it in, going to be consistent. Like they have more willpower and motivation for those eight weeks, knowing that, listen, I get a four week break. Like, cool. Let me be consistent as fuck for these eight weeks. And then once these four weeks come up, like I did my job, I I lost body fat. I feel better. Now I'm able to kind of like, it's in the plan where I can quote unquote chill out and take a break because it's worked into the plan. So they give more effort for those first eight weeks. They give more effort. So they see better results. And that's what this is all about. Seeing better results. And, and again, making it sustainable and, and all these things. So that's kind of one thing that I'm big on with nutrition as well. It's like, you can, you can periodize your nutrition and you should periodize your nutrition as well. So that's kind of a thing. Again, um, I feel like I have really good energy right now. Like I'm fucking pumped. Let's go. Um, all right, cool. So that's holidays. Oh, and then, uh, as far as, so again, you can, you can mix the two together. You can marry the two. You can have training periodization with nutrition periodization as well. So example, you know, if you want to push fat loss, okay, cool. Like you may do a more high, you may do a more hypertrophy based program where you're doing higher volume, you're doing more sets, you're, you know, you're trying to get that aesthetic look. You may be doing that while you're going to fat loss phase. Or again, it, there's honestly no, in this instance, you can do in this actual instance, you can do both, but like, so you, you could also say, Hey, I want to build muscle. So let me go into a calorie surplus. Like, obviously that's one way. Cause pretty much the only way to build muscle is being a calorie surplus, but it's, it's, and it's all about having a plan. And like, that's what I'm trying to spew out right here is where I'm kind of getting lost for words, but like, it's all about having a plan and, and coming up with something that's more than like, okay, well I want to lose fat. Okay. Well, I'm gonna eat these calories. Like that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but take that next step. Take that next step and get into a structured plan. Like do what you can to follow a structured periodization program. I cannot explain to you enough how important this is. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts for today, guys. Um, if you need help or if you, you know, if you, if this sounds like a lot to you, because I, I definitely know it can be, especially with me just kind of yelling and shit. Like if you need help or want somebody to do this for you, again, I have my 90 day challenge coming up where again, I'm going to give you exact workouts. I'm going to give you exact nutrition guidelines. I'm going to be there for you to hold you accountable and to help you out. So definitely if you want to, please feel free to, again, shoot me an email and reach out to me for that. I'd love to talk about that. Or if you want something a bit more kind of tailored to you, feel free to reach out to me via email and we can talk about possibly doing one-on-one coaching together and see if we're a good fit. But either way, and so again, that's if you want some help and if this seems overwhelming, but the, the overall theme is have a plan. Have a plan and, and beyond just the first week or the first two weeks, know what you're doing and know why you're doing it. One of the biggest things for me as a coach is every single client, every single thing I do, I want to make sure people know and, and I want to know, why am I doing this? What is the point? Have a plan, all right? Guys, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you. I enjoy you listening to this. Again, I feel like my energy was just on a different one today. So hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave your boy a five-star rating and review. Leave your come. I'm your boy, man. Leave your boy a five-star rating and review, all right? We'll talk soon. Thanks.